Well, that brings our look at the launch of the CBS Radio Mystery Theater to a close. We've spent the past five months making our way forward in time, from 1957 to 1963 to 1973, and finally 1974. But next month on Breaking Walls, we'll head back to the middle of radio's golden age and focus on one of the most successful comedians of all time. 30 years with the same network? 30 years? I'm on my 31st. No. Have you ever been with another network? I no. don't recall. You've no. never worked for any of the no. other no. major this networks? This is it. This is it. On radio, too? Always NBC? Radio? I was on radio for 12 years before that. Yeah. So I'm on my 43rd year. That's incredible. Started as a child. I remember. I sat there listening to you. Yeah. Oh, I met that. When I, was, when I was growing up, not to make you sound like an elderly man, but I, I would tell you and Jack Benny and Fred Allen and Fibber McGee and Molly and all of those shows had a great effect sure, on people sure. of my generation. Sure. We stole from you all. Sure. A little, little bit here and there. Sure. Your first show was... Great, love, wonderful medium. I don't know why we ever got into this stuff, you know. <laughs> I love, no, I love radio at Sunset and Vine. We used to do it, read the jokes and kiss the script and walk out and drop the whole thing in the can and keep going right to the golf course. <laughs> Now you have to go and have your head blocked, you know. Make up and all of that stuff. Shy, look you over, my God, it's murder. <laughs> Next time on Breaking Walls, it's February of 1944, and between entertaining troops, smashing box office numbers, and notoriously carousing, the man jokingly referred to by friend Bing Crosby as Old Trowel Nose, Bob Hope, is radio's top comedian. For the first time in six years of Breaking Walls episodes, we'll focus a show on the man who always reminded us to say, thanks for the memories. The reading material used in today's episode was On the Air by John Dunning, The CBS Radio Mystery Theater, an episode guide and handbook to nine years of broadcasting by Gordon Payton, and Martin Grahams Jr., as well as articles from the Cleveland Plain Dealer. On the interview front, Hyman Brown, Larry Haynes, Mary Jane Higby, Joseph Julian, and E.G. Marshall spoke with Dick Portell and Ed Corcoran for WTIC's The Golden Age of Radio. Hear these full interviews at goldenage-wtic.org. Joan Banks and George Petrie were with Spurvac. For more info, go to spurvac.com. Mason Adams spoke with Chuck Shaden. Hear these chats at speakingofradio.com. Selected music featured in today's episode was January Stars by George Winston, Amid Flowers, Beside the River, Under a Spring Moon by Elizabeth Hainan, and Perfida by Jimmy Dorsey and his orchestra. Subscribe to Burning Gotham, the audio soap opera set in 1835 New York City. It's available everywhere you get your podcasts and at burninggotham.com. Special thank you to Ted Davenport, Jerry Hendigas, and Gordon Skeen. For Ted, go to radiomemories.com. For Jerry, visit otrsite.com. And for Gordon, go to pastdaily.com. I'd also like to thank Walden Hughes and John and Larry Gassman of Spurvac. Listen to their shows on the Yesterday USA Radio Network. Breaking Walls episode 148 will take us back to 1944, where we'll spotlight Bob Hope's Pepsodent program and get comfortable as we'll be spending the rest of 2024 in this year. 
this episode will be available beginning February 1st, 2024, everywhere you get your podcasts and at thewallbreakers.com. In the meantime, give Breaking Walls a quick rating on whatever platform you listen, especially iTunes. You can also join the Breaking Walls Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash thewallbreakers and support this show for as little as a buck a month at patreon.com slash thewallbreakers. So until February 1st, my name is James Scully. This has been Breaking Walls episode 147, and I'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you very much.